The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Let's get to some of your angry emails. I do appreciate all the people now that email in the middle of games or as the game is over. uh, Because we got tons just from the finale of this series. So I'll I'll try to go through them. I don't read them ahead of time. So I just pull them up and say, all right, let's see what people are saying. So we'll start with Dustin Healy. At least it wasn't Vogelback. <laughs> That's his subject. This feels like the end. Forget the fans. I don't know if the players can come back from this big a kick in the onions. They look and play as sad as we feel. We all knew at 10-9 they were losing. But hey, at least even without Tubby in the lineup, we can still be pathetic. <laughs> he really has become the whipping boy. My one question for you in the season thus far is can you pick one guy who's been the most disappointing? The whole roster and coaching staff has been dreadful, we know, but Scherzer, Verlander, take your pick. Have to be the primary culprits as to why this season is spiraling. God is a Braves fan. Well, that may be the case. Um, My biggest disappointment is probably the two of them, and I think we should link them together because – they are the aces. They are the Hall of Famers. They are the mercenaries. They are the guys here to make us forget about all the great young pitching we developed and then ended up losing for various reasons. Some because they stink. Some because they didn't want to be here. Some because we had an owner who was cheap. I'm talking about Zach Wheeler with that. So that's my answer. My most disappointing would be Scherzer Verlander. Whose would your be? It'd probably be Buck since you want him fired. I want Buck fired because I don't know what to do. Like I, I like Buck. <laughs> I, I like Buck so much, but like here's the here, here's the rationale here. I know Billy Epler's not getting fired anytime soon. He's gonna be he's gonna lose a job sometime during the off season. So something big has to happen. Um, listen, the, the uh, there's no one that I can't put blame on right now. I really can't. But it's if everybody. I had, yeah, but if I if I had to pick one person, it's a player. If I had to pick a player, I'm going to go more Max Scherzer than anything else. All right, fair enough. Uh, Gansett Juice R.I. Is that that guy's name? I don't know. All right, Gansett Juice R.I. writes, Evan Pete, first of all, want to say love the pod. I don't have much energy to exchange any more pleasantries due to this abysmal Mets team. I'm writing because I'm faced with a Mets dilemma that has become more and more prevalent with each passing embarrassment that seems to be occurring on a nightly basis now. Is it just me or when a game is going poorly for the Mets, whether it's terrible pitching, a non-existent offense, a one-man bullpen, or a lovely combination of those, am I the only one who kind of wants us to lose? Just as you said in a recent pod, deep down we all know something bad is going to happen, even when we may be winning. When this feeling hits me, I feel as though if they lose, 
Maybe it will finally lead to change need changes needed to be made. Yet here we are at 30 and 33 and on a six-game losing streak and no changes have occurred. I know you're probably going to counter with, well, what changes can you make? You know, what changes can you make? My response to that is I have no idea. Buck and Billy and Epler need to do something now. Who came up with Billy and Epler? Is that Frank the Tank? I, it feels like that's a Frank the Tank invention, but I've heard a lot probably- of I, I I think it's probably Frank, but uh, I've seen a lot of people on Twitter use it too, so I'm not really sure who originally. Oh no, it. it's definitely caught on. I mean, no doubt. I just want to give him the proper credit on that. It is definitely caught on. I hate writing this because I bleed blue and orange, but these feelings are lingering and I can't shake them. I'm just curious to see if I'm the only diehard fan who feels this way. I understand it's contradictory, but I don't know. Maybe I'm just a masochist. And his name is actually Kyle from Baltimore. I was just trying to read what his email was, but it's Kyle from Baltimore. I I never, ever, ever have that feeling, ever. And I can give you extreme examples in which I should have that feeling, like when my team is tanking for a draft pick, whether it's the New York Jets or back in the day with Brooklyn when they used to have their own draft picks, I will never root against my team. So certainly with a team with championship aspirations or had championship aspirations, I'll never sit there and root against them because I'm one of those naive fans that think as bad as things look, they can change on a dime. So I sit there watching this Met Brave game, the finale of the series, thinking if we win this game, maybe it turns it around. I've said that a lot so far this year on the Rico, that they'll be behind in a game. I'm hoping this is the win that turns it around. And I thought it was against Tampa. And I thought it was against Cleveland. And I thought like that had happened. So I never have that feeling. Uh, if things are bad, changes will be made. I'm not sitting here in June, though, necessarily rooting for those kinds of changes because I don't know if they're going to make a difference. Like firing the GM in June is crazy, man. It's not going to do anything. Firing the manager, and I'm sure we'll have this debate a lot more. Yes, I've been for it at times. Like I'm not anti-firing the manager. I don't feel this is one of those situations. Like I don't feel, despite all the moves Buck has made that I've criticized, I don't get this feeling of, boy, if you change the manager, this is going to turn things around. I don't. Now, can, can my view change in the next few weeks if things, of course, like I'm open to it. Uh, but right now, I don't have this feeling of, oh, you just got to get rid of this manager. And I have before. Like I thought with Willie, I was for getting rid of him because I looked at the collapse and then the hangover the following year. And I wonder, are they ever going to be able to break it with him as the manager? I don't look at last year's collapse, which you don't want to call it a collapse. Fine, whatever you want to call it. I don't look at that as something that's Buck's fault. You know what I mean? Like, guys failed. I think some of his managing this year has been awful. But I never looked at the conclusion of last year and said Buck had a big hand in it. Maybe that's why I don't look at that as a continuation. So, no, I don't root against my team to lose. Long, long story short. Pete does, though. Pete's, Pete's I, a bad guy. I, I have in the past. I won't lie. I definitely, when the Mets have been awful, I've definitely been okay with them losing to prove a point. Because I, 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 I won't say now, like, I definitely did not root for a loss today. I this season, last season, I believe in this team, so I need them to win, and I'm gonna f- always feel that way and hope that way. But yeah, there there's been moments in life has been that bad. By the way, I do want to say something though. You know, you talk about just 
Buck, it's not time to fire him and you there are times to fire people. My question to you though is like what else can be done? Like we can, everyone keeps coming to this. What else can be done? Like if you DFA right. Vogelback, is that going to be like, oh my goodness, everyone's on the chopping block. Get ready. Like there's nothing this team either the the, the, the kids are too young or the vets are too old. Like Vogelback leaving is not going to be like, oh my goodness, we're we're screwed. We're, yeah, there or- isn't. There there isn't. I mean, I, I hate to give you that kind of boring answer. There really isn't anything that big that one can do and I know we want that or a lot of Met fans want that they want the flesh they want something but there really isn't like roster wise there isn't uh firing people there isn't there's just I I think I mentioned this on the last Rico or maybe I mentioned it on Carton Roberts I forgot you want to try one of the coaching changes like they did in 1999 when they took Bobby Valentine's staff and they neutered him sure you could try something like that uh, Alex Berrios writes, Alex from Louisville, I'm exhausted. This team absolutely sucks. Our bullpen is bleep. When we score 10 runs, we can't effing pitch. SMH. That means shaking my head. Steve Cohen better do something to change this narrative. Mediocrity is worse than being bad because they tease. Steve writes, can you get Sal Licata to claim the NL East is over? Maybe since it worked for the Braves last season, it'll work for the Mets this season. I think he did say it the other day. So <laughs> maybe that'll work. He, he, he did. It, did. it didn't work. I saw yeah. the video already. <laughs> Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Casey Manning writes, give us flesh. I want everybody fired. Fire the GM, fire Buck, fire Hefner. This is the worst Mets team in my lifetime. They have the largest payroll in the history of American sports. If Cohen doesn't give us a pound of flesh, he might as well put his tail between his legs and never show his pathetic face again. Buck shouldn't get on the bus. I don't give a goddamn that today wasn't his fault. We deserve so much better than this. We're a bunch of sheep, a bunch of idiots for believing things would be different. Shame on us. F this team. <laughs> this is therapy, actually. I think reading this is therapy for all of us. Al writes, why do I continue to do this to myself every effing night? I'm so jacked up right now in disgust. I won't fall asleep. I know when I wake up in the morning, Pete will be out for six to eight weeks. If they don't get two or three this weekend, this bucket fired on this Monday off day. I have to think so. It's not just results. Got to question the effort of some of these guys. <sighs> I feel you. I'm not, I'm not, I'm listen. I feel everybody on this. This blows. I'm still comatose from watching this crap. I do wonder, and I said this to Craig on the air the other day, we don't know Steve Cohen fully. We know he's willing to spend. We know he tweets every once in a while. We know he loves med history. There's a lot of things we know about Steve Cohen and we love about Steve Cohen. But we don't know about Steve Cohen is how he's going to respond to something like this. Is he George Steinbrenner? And by the way, there was a lot of bad from George Steinbrenner. George fired managers on a whim. 
And I think that's what Mets fans want. They want Steve Cohen to be 80s George Steinbrenner right now and fire Buck Showalter. They just got rid of him. Done. Like he fired Luis Rojas. And if the Mets fire Buck Showalter, and this is not a reason not to, I just want to give you some facts that pop into my head and bother me sometimes. Terry Collins, Mickey Calloway, Carlos Beltran, Luis Rojas, Buck Showalter. They have had five managers. And yes, you have to include Beltran. They have had five managers in the last seven years or six years, whatever it adds up to. They have gone through managers and general managers like they're going out of style. Now, that's not on Steve Cohen, but I am curious to see how Steve Cohen is going to react to this kind of failure. Will he remain patient? We're 63 games into the season, or will he do something crazy, something daring? Look, this is not the trade season, so the answer ain't going to be a trade. The answer ain't going to be, let's just take five prospects and deal it for this. Now, George did that once in a while, and there were some bad ones. Jay Buner for Ken Phelps, Jose Rijo, Doug Drabeck. Like, there were some bad ones. I don't want that. I don't think any of us wants that. Right now, I think the people want the manager fired. <laughs> I do admit, I uh, the sense I get is that I'm in the minority for saying not to fire him. And here's what's funny. Here's what's funny. If you listen to what I say and what Pete says, we rip him 90% of the time. So it's not about defending Buck or liking Buck. It's about not agreeing with fire him and promote Eric Chavez. Or fire him and bring Beltron down from upstairs. I don't think Buck's had a good year. I'd be the first to tell you, we've gone through so many moves. And even last year, we were criticizing him a little bit. More so than others. But I'm not on the train of just fire him and that's going to fix everything. Does this team need a closed-door meeting? A screaming veteran player speech? Maybe. Some teams need that crap. But we're going to learn a lot about this team. Because they've already spiraled into a bad place. The Pirates are up and down. They're feisty. They're better. What the hell's going to happen in Pittsburgh? Are they going to go there and show a pulse? Are they going to go there and respond? Or are they going to go there and wilt? They are facing Dick Mountain on Friday night. So with a lefty on the mound, I'd expect that Vientos will definitely get another start. And then they're going to face Oviedo and Keller on Saturday and Sunday. Right now, I don't know what to think. But we're in a bad place. We're in a very, very dark place. Bad place, dark place, and it's only the middle of June. Any parting words, Pete, to give us confidence, or were we just all screwed? No, I, I will say this. I, no matter how bad this loss and the six-game losing streak feels right now and everything is just shit, I still have confidence that this team is not as bad as, as they are. Or that they're playing right now. And we say that they're bad and they're 30 and 33. So that's the thing we have to remember. You look at the National League in general, we're still not far from a, a wild card. We're still in the playoff hunt. So a lot of the bad that's there, I mean, if this is the worst of it, great. If it gets worse than this, if it, we start losing more games in, in heartbreak fashion, I don't know how it'll recover, but I do feel that there's going to be eventually a turn coming. It, what What's making it very difficult to remain poised and confident to me is the pitching. 
And I think I said that after the Colorado series. This lineup can score runs. This lineup has promise. This lineup, I can easily convince myself, will be a strength. Like, I can convince myself of that. I can. It's not that complicated to look at this lineup, look at some of the young players, look at some of the veterans that have gotten off to bad starts, and rationalize how everything's going to be okay. I can't do that with this bullpen, and these old stiffs are making it very difficult to do it with the rotation. That's a problem. And so I think that's where things may not get better. If they don't pitch and these old guys don't pitch better and this bullpen doesn't step up and it's tough to say, go step up. I don't think a lot of guys are good. Like I, uh, Steven Nagosik's going to step up. I, I, is he? Jeb Brigham's going to step up. Tommy Hunter's going to step up. Uh, that's where it's tough to remain very confident. But they got three with the Pirates. They got the two games coming up with the Yankees where those stiffs are going to be back on the mound. And and you, for us as fans, the Yankees are a big deal. The Subway Series is a big deal. The crowds are big. The crowds are loud. And based on the way Max Scherzer pitches in a big game, I expect him to get his ass kicked. And considering there's a World Series atmosphere for Mets-Yankees. Well, we know what Justin Verlander does when he sees the World Series. He shrinks. So it's very difficult to be confident. We did get a lot more emails than the ones I read, and we do appreciate them. Uh, We'll try to read as many as we can as we go through the weekend. We'll do a few more Ricos, depending on what the hell's going on. We'll probably have to do some kind of emergency Rico for the bad news that's coming with Pete Alonzo. So stay tuned for that. But we appreciate emailing the RicoB at gmail.com and obviously downloading the podcast. Can't wait to the Pete Alonzo comedy event, which is on Monday night. That'll be fun. Thank you for listening to another depressing edition of Rico Bronia. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Rico Bronia podcast. It's amazing, isn't it? Make sure you download it now to keep it on you at all times. <laughs>